Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, a podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever buoyant Louis Fox. <laughs> I've put on some weight and I do float. <laughs> yeah, how has the been the quarantine weight going? Have you maintained your weight? Gone up, I, I, gone low? So I went down and then I went on Route 66 and in the three weeks I was gone, I put on like 15 pounds. A lot of sitting, a, a lot, lot of, of not walking, a lot of fried food. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> America! <laughs> yes, that's the way to see America and truly experience its magnificence. Fried food, going from place to place without <laughs> using your legs <laughs> with a, a pinch of uh, racism. Yeah, just a, little, just a little bit. A lot of Confederate flags on the trip. Yes. I had a rule. Whenever we drove by a place that said they had the world's best whatever, we had to try it. Okay. And was any of those signs the actual world's best thing? So the one wasn't on Route 66. It was in um, Bismarck, North Dakota uh, on the way to, to Chicago. Uh, There's a burger place across from the Capitol. They have a sign, World's Best Hamburgers. Years ago, I went in. I'm like, well, I'll see about this. It's amazing. It's, yeah? It's um, a bison burger, and the bison like live behind it. Uh-huh. The like, bison are actually ringing you up. This yeah. is like, this is good meat. This is my cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but they serve it to you plain. Okay. So it's just bun, meat, maybe cheese, and and top and a top bun. Uh, they're very confident if they're not putting anything on. Yeah. This. It's amazing. Yeah, really? Yeah. What does bison taste like? Tastes like hamburger. Oh, it just tastes <laughs> no, like it's just, just it's supposed beef? to be better for you. It's beef like. Beef like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but you think that was the world's best hamburger? So I, it, you, that lived up to the signage that you saw. And I've been there over the last probably six years, four or five times. Uh-huh. And every time I, I can't think of a better hamburger. Really? Yeah. Wow. So what what did you try? Ice like what's some of the world's best things that you tried on Route sixty six? Everything. Like world's best falafel. <laughs> world's best. Is in Iowa. Yeah. That's what the sign <laughs> No 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 World's means. best World's best tzatziki sauce. <laughs> exactly. Arizona. It just comes out of a little pump. <laughs> Do little tzatziki sh- shots. Uh yeah. So everywhere if if they had it, I stopped. So Okay. Like, World's best hot dog. Like, well, we'll see about this. World's best corn dog. You know, it's my way of traveling. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, hey, that's how you hook people. Yeah. That's how you do it, right? Yeah. Now, what have you been up to? I heard you bought a van. We are in the process of buying a van to travel live in. Uh, okay. You know, like one of those fancy sprinter vans. Uh-huh. Except it's, a little more low rent. It's, it's not that. <laughs> It's definitely not that. You know those fancy sprinter, sprinter vans? Now white center it up. Yeah, you know those vans that look super comfortable, that you can live in comfortably. It looks like it's a small house. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. That's what we wish we could get. <laughs> yeah, think of like the van part. Yeah. <laughs> it's about Take the out the luxury. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, no, we, uh, we bought a van from our friend who's been here on the podcast, Steve Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And we bought his old van because he got the luxury version. Oh. Took out a small mortgage on a luxury travel vehicle. Yeah. And we got his old van. And Did he throw been... in a pack of candy? No, he said he'd help sort of because 
I'm going to have to sort of redo a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So what I'm learning is that through this quarantine, Erica is trying to give me jobs to do. Redo the kitchen. She's like, oh, we're just going to redo this light, which turned into redoing the whole kitchen. Mm -hmm. We're just going to buy this van, which I have to redo myself. And so it's, uh, yeah. I lived in a van for two years when I was 18, 19, and 20. By yourself? Oh, I, by myself <laughs> with another guy and with my girlfriend at the time. Oh, wait, so you not weren't by all, yourself. <laughs> not all three people, but I was by myself for a lot of it. Uh-huh. Then my girlfriend lived with me in the van for a while, and then... When she left, a guy moved in who I did did shows with. Okay, you subletted the van. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a square footage. <laughs> you you pay rent on nine square feet. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that life was over, and mm-hmm. I guess not. I no? guess when I am approaching forty, uh, you know, hey, midlife crisis. <laughs> I guess <laughs> reverting. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're gonna be blowing up mailboxes, <laughs> blowing up ma- collecting baseball cards. <laughs> you're like, I shouldn't have gotten rid of those. I'm growing the, I'm growing the dreadlocks back out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been cool. We took it out last weekend, and it's very comfortable. And I had to give Erica the true glimpse of what it's like to live in a van. So we parked down by the river. Oh yeah. And then when a car came up that we had no idea what the hell they were doing, we had to pack up our stuff and get the hell out of there. Uh-huh. So she got a little taste of what it's like to. Did you get anyone knock on the door, try and sell you drugs? She hasn't had that yet, Okay, but it will happen, I promise you. It's sort of an inconspicuous van. It looks, you know, it looks like it could be a utility vehicle. It looks like the cable man's been murdered inside it, or Matt is sleeping in it. (laughs) So yeah, that's what, uh, it's pretty exciting, and we're going to be going out a lot more often, which is nice. It's kind of cool, get out of the house. So yeah. Very cool. Go see this thing they call nature. What? Yeah, I know. I know. It seems like... I, I thought it was fake news for the longest time, but apparently it exists. <laughs> apparently it's out there. The George Soros-funded thing. <laughs> it's out there for people to be enjoyed. <laughs> All right, Louis, let's get this story. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from Newsweek.com. That's a news source more reliable than a lottery that pays out in Republic credits. What is that? That's the money they use in Star Wars, and they don't take that. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) It's like the most famous line of the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah, that is. You're right. That is so memorable. That's the one I was quoted as a kid. I can't believe I forgot it. Yeah, you have that tattooed on your back. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No Republic credits to ride this ride. That is not the credits you were looking for. <laughs> that is not the joke you're looking for. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Man collects 95 million jackpot dressed as Darth Vader to hide identity. This 95 million is Jamaican dollars. Correct. So it's not, it's about how much, it's like 600? $650,000 is what he collected. Okay. And so it goes, Jamaican lottery winner W. Brown dressed up as the iconic Star Wars villain Darth Vader to pick up his 95 million jackpot to keep his identity a secret from others. All right, in Jamaica, how many fancy Darth Vader outfits are there? Yeah. I think you're like, okay, it's one of three guys. <laughs> I thought you were going to say who they were. Yeah. There's W. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, okay, first of all, you shouldn't use his name. Yeah, I think they have to. There's all these weird laws 
so that it's semi-verifiable that is the lottery is actually paying out people. Gotcha. Everyone knows who Darth Vader is. Yeah. <laughs> Should have chose a better costume. Yes. Everyone knows it's Anakin Skywalker <laughs> or James Earl Jones. Yes. Or W. Brown. It's one of those three guys. <laughs> yes, there's your three guys. I love that James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader, but he's also the voice of Mufasa, the Lion King. Yes. Oh, he's always the bad guy. No. No, James Earl Jones is oh, yeah, the, Mufasa, dad the dad of Simba. That's right. Simba, I am your father. And he, and he helped the guy get out of Shawshank. <laughs> oh, no. that's Jeez, <laughs> you are horrible at this game. Lord. <laughs> he, he was the guy that helped Kevin Costner get his dad on the baseball. Field of Dreams, okay. correct. He is not the March of the Penguins. <laughs> He's the guy who helps Kevin Costner find his dad in Field of Dreams, not the guy who helps Kevin Costner kill the sheriff of Nottingham. Yes. Okay. Wasn't that Dave Chappelle? Yes. No, that was. Oh, that was in the Morgan Mel Brooks. Freeman in the Mel Brooks one. Mel Morgan Freeman okay, was played we, by Dave Chappelle. Brown said he hid his real identity because he kept mostly to himself and hadn't told anyone about his jackpot win, according to the Jamaica Gleaner. The Jamaica Gleaner is a sex move where you have a glass table, and someone lays under it, and you squat on top, and you poop. Nice, Louie. Well, um, did you write that down? Because <laughs> yeah. that's a little scary that that actually pen, oh, that's the Jamaican, pen, that's, pen to paper. That's the Jamaican steamer. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Brown wanted to make the right decision first before spending any of the lottery winnings. I want to decide what is the best thing to do before spending anything. I need to decide decide what my goals are, but I know I want to own a bus, Brown told the paper. I hope it's a VW bus. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do with your money? Buy an island? Go to space? Now I'm going to buy an old bus. Yeah, I'm going to buy me a job. Uh, a working class job. First, what he should do is buy a nicer Darth Vader costume. Because <laughs> it's not that, it's not a little jankety. It's a little jankety, but you know, sometimes you do what you got to do. Yes. So Brown recently bought the winning ticket at the DN's Sports Bar in Maypen, Jamaica. So if you just go through the security footage and find the guy dressed like Darth Vader, you can figure out who this guy is. Yeah, right? The winning numbers are nearly the same ones Brown has been choosing for the last 20 years. His picks are based on rakes and their meanings. This one's a shrub rake. That means I play a 13. This one's a bow rake. That means I play a 27. This one here, it's a thatch rake. That's a four. Did you know those types of rakes or did you have to look them up i'm like the guy in forrest gump with shrimp <laughs> but you got with your fat rake you got your leaf rake <laughs> you, got you, got your, you got your gumbo rake <laughs> you've got your what's the the japanese sand rake yeah you got your japanese sand rake <laughs> surprise you didn't know the name for that one yeah you've got the uh when you have an illegal gambling operation you take a little bit off of the pot you oh, got yeah. that rake in Jamaican culture, a rake is a premonition, dream, or omen that foreshadows what will happen. So did he just have a dream where he had these lotto numbers? Yeah. And he ha apparently has it for 20 years. Yeah, so at one point he had a dream about these numbers, and he's been playing for 20 years, knowing that one day... The sad part is he spent $649,000 on dream therapy to figure it out on these in the last 20 years on lotto tickets to win 650. Yeah. Life has always been very rough. I came from a poor family. Sometimes I couldn't attend school because my parents didn't have it, but I told myself that God will help me one day so I can help my family, he said. Oh, that's good. I hope he does help his family out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Supreme Ventures Vice President Gail Abrahams of Marketing, Communication, and Sponsorship handed the large $95 million check to Brown. It was, it was a large I check. I hope it was the large it check. It was. 
According to its official website, Supreme Ventures Limited has developed gambling brands and entertainment companies across the Caribbean and in Jamaica since 1995. Supreme Ventures currently has about 11 lottery games running. And that was a direct sp- <laughs> direct ad from Supreme. It's like, do we need that in this article? Two years ago, N. Gray won the Super Lotto draw from Supreme. Wait, to win, you have to have a color in your name. W. Oh, Brown yeah. and N. Gray. Maybe they, maybe they are aliases. Yeah. Maybe they are actually helping cover up their identity. So this person won the Super Lotto draw from Supreme Ventures. When she picked up her $180 million check, she covered her face with a smiling emoji mask. Unfortunately, the Jamaican dollar was down that one at $180 million was $23. She also had an uh, omen and a premonition, but it was about the coronavirus. <laughs> That's why she was wearing the mask. She's been wearing it for 20 years. <laughs> Finally, she's like, ah, I knew it. It's time. Assistant Vice President Simon Clark Cooper from Group Corporate Communications at Supreme Ventures Limited explained to the Star War or to, to the Star why the lottery winner wore a disguise. Several Jamaicans do not want their faces broadcasted because of the rampant crime in their country. That makes sense. Uh, so, like, my mom won the lottery, and so she had to have her name published, and I think a picture in the paper. What did she, how much did she win? Uh, I think it was like $700,000. That's pretty great. Yeah, but then once you, like, federal and income taxes kill you. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, how much did she have to pay in taxes? She, so by the time she collected, she only owed the government like eighty grand. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Unfortunately, Jamaica is not like other markets. In other markets, they don't necessarily do it, but here I think they opt to do it to keep themselves safe. We are not going to tell them... Not to do that because their safety is of paramount importance to us as well. Cooper explained. Yeah, I think I think for the lottery winner, it's important to keep their identity secret. Yeah. However, I think for the millions of people who are lottery losers, it's important that you see someone actually winning. Yes. So it's kind of a, a two-way street there. Yeah. They're like, why are you giving the money to Darth Vader? He's already the second most powerful <laughs> man in the universe. He doesn't need it. Just a, this is just another example of us giving the rich more money. Oh, it's all about the one one percenters. <laughs> People have been coming with their own disguises. They usually don't need our help, and they are usually very creative, perhaps beyond anything that we could think of or imagine, and has been very effective over the years, she added. I like why even bother take the picture though. Like if I'm gonna put a paper bag over my head, what's the point? Yeah, just to show that the person came and collected it, I guess. I mean, otherwise they could just say, Oh yeah, they they definitely came and collected they, that money. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I guess so. They just murder them. Yeah. When they come in, put a paper bag on your secretary That's a good point. and you're you're and then give her a name like Miss Purple. And, and then he comes home to his family and he doesn't take the Darth Vader costume <laughs> off for the rest of his life. <laughs> I think that's the plot of um, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so what do you think about this? I think it's, it's fun that he was creative and did it in a fun way. It wasn't just, I put a paper bag or goofy mustache yes, on. I agree. I think that Darth Vader should use the money to back pay the child support from the two kids oh. that he didn't raise and that he didn't throw <laughs> any money towards. And finally, Queen Amidala will get her money, or her family will get the money. I, I don't follow Star Wars, but I knew the Republic credit quote. <laughs> okay. The most famous quote. I like it, and I franchise. hope he gets his bus. I do, too. And I hope it's a Darth Vader-themed bus. Oh, that'd be the jam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
Weird News Story number two. This story comes from WacoTrib.com. That's a news source more reliable than using faking your own death as part of your long-term financial plans. <laughs> now, you got a financial planner. I got a financial planner, and I faked my own death. <laughs> In the wrong order. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Waco, I guess this is the Waco Tribune Herald's website. Yes. Waco Trib doesn't sound that great. It's like, is this a tribute to the Waco (laughs) Branch Davidians? Like, all right, so police, West Virginia man faked wife's disappearance so she'd avoid prison. It's a solid uh, legal strategy, I think. Absolutely. I think the Supreme Court just held that up in a 5-4 decision. They're like, if you can actually fake your own death for more than two years. You're in. All charges are dropped. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A West Virginia woman and her husband faked her disappearance by pretending she plummeted from an overlook as part of a scheme to keep her out of having to go to prison, authorities said. They say Virginia is for lovers. West Virginia is for larceny. (laughs) Nice. Julie Wheeler and Rodney Wheeler were arrested Tuesday on... This this feels like a Julie and Rodney crime. Yeah, they were arrested on Tuesday on multiple charges, including conspiracy and giving false information to West Virginia State Police. I wonder what the false information was, like that he didn't know where she was... Like, supposedly you can lie to cops. Yeah. State police said Julie Wheeler was reported missing Sunday by her husband and 17-year-old son. I like how crime is a family affair in West Virginia. We got the moonshine still out back, and we faking Ma's death. (laughs) I guess they could probably get off on the giving false information to the West Virginia State Police. You know, when you do crime as a family, though, there's a lot of things you can do. I got out of a red light cam ticket due to spousal immunity. Oh, because, like, they didn't have your your face? So in Washington, they have to blur your face. Uh So they have the, the picture, and I said, that wasn't me. And they go, well, was it your wife? And I said... I refused to uh, testify against her. Yeah. And I cited that. I had looked it up, and the guy was like, boom. It's, uh... Yeah, well, it's not my job to prove... Do, it's not my job to find out who is driving my it's car. It's not my job to prove that guy that looks like me with a blurry face wearing the same yeah. t-shirt I'm wearing prove right now. it's me! Spend that $37! <laughs> yeah. So they got their kid into it. The family claimed Julie Wheeler had fallen from the main overlook at the New River Gorge National River National Park Service Ranger Leah Porowski said. And... I saw a picture of the two of them, and they do not look like hiking types. No, they don't. That was your first clue. And falling is so 1980s. (laughs) Falling is so 1980s. (laughs) The 2020 way is mesothelioma. (laughs) Authorities searched for Julie Wheeler for days, but found her Tuesday alive and well, hiding in a closet in her home. This feels like a a caper a bunch of nine-year-olds put together. (laughs) Where's Jimmy? He died. Oh, he's in the laundry hamper. A criminal complaint said Rodney Wheeler and his son planted items at the Grandview Overlook to fake Julie Wheeler's disappearance. It's unclear whether the son will face criminal charges. Yeah, they didn't have a body. Yeah. They just spread. Here's her license. (laughs) Here's her purse. Here's her cell phone. Here's her note saying she accidentally fell. Yes. Here's her uh, first of kin, her will signed. (laughs) Yesterday. (laughs) The park ranger comes up on him like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're just scouting places to fake our own death. 
Not mo- not moms, though. <laughs> not moms. <laughs> Definitely not moms. <laughs> Julie Wheeler pleaded guilty to federal health care fraud in February after an investigation into a pill mill clinic operations. She'll be sentenced for that charge at a later date. It's yeah. unclear whether the couple have an attorney who could comment on their behalf. So I'm all, like, I like the, the capering and the faking the own death. But then when you find out it's for like running a pill mill where she was ruining other people's lives, you're yeah. kind of like, well, I kind of wish she had died. Yeah. She'll probably do good in prison, though. Oh, yeah. She'll be like, <laughs> she's got who the needs p- oxy She's got the pill <laughs> hookup, dude. Right? Yeah. I just, I, I just think giving false information to a West Virginia state police should not be that serious <laughs> of a crime. It's got to be happening all the time. No, she's not my cousin. She's my dad's sister's daughter. <laughs> she's not my cousin. She's my first cousin. <laughs> Oh, no, she was just, she just sleeps in the closet. That's what she does. That's what she likes to do. We like to say she's dead. It's just a hilarious joke. We play in the family every year. Yeah. My turn when they pretend I was dead. I was an infant. I turned out all right. (laughs) It's a little silly. And, you know, just do your time. Yeah. I mean, how much time are you really going to do for pill mill? I think you do for some real time. Oh, well, well, then maybe it was worth it. But here's the thing. Would you rather mom in jail where you can visit her or mom living in the closet? Yeah, true. Jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is like how much they probably, but they're probably not that smart, but I would just look at how much extra time am I going to get on top of my pill mill charge for faking my own death? Yeah. Like, is it six months? Is it a year? Oh, and you got to do the math. Yeah. I'd roll the dice. If it's like a year, I'd be like, okay, I'll roll the dice. Yeah. Because you're like, if I can elude authorities for For 18 months. Totally. Or. And it's a year charge. You just gain six months off your charge. Yeah. There you go. Dude, smart. I don't think they thought about that. I would have gone to Mexico and uh, then she didn't come back and I'd be like, oh, what? She was going on a girl's weekend after us. Yeah. And then she never came back. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like you could just blame it on Mexico. Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? We do that. The United States does that regularly anyways. Every, Every time I have diarrhea, I'm like. Oh, that's Montezuma's revenge. Yeah, and it's like I don't think West Virginia is going to put out a big, eight, you know, search party in Mexico for some They're not redneck lady. Walker, Texas Ranger, down <laughs> <Yeah>. there, <laughs> dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, it, that's probably that's the that's the way to go, right? Yeah, and then you just hang out in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So you just actually are there because every now and then you hear the story of the person, um, you know, the family's like, oh, it's not like Linda to ever run off, and then it turns out that's exactly what she did, and she was just like. Screw this, I'm going to Mexico for yeah, three but, years. Yeah, but yeah, right? You'd have to get a passport to go. No, you don't. To go to Mexico? Yeah. I guess you're right. You'd... I was working in Yuma and, and we would cross the border. Just show them your license? No, there's no one going that way. There's just one of those like turnstiles oh, yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. go backwards in. Gotcha. And there's no no one there. Why are people swimming across rivers when they could just go through the turnstile in yeah, Yuma? Yeah, a lo- lot of people are going south. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was a guy going north who was shaking us down. Oh, gotcha. There's a U.S. customs, but not a Mexican customs. Gotcha. All right. Well, we hope that she gets charged and we hope that all of them get charged, I guess, because yeah. they were all in on it. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, Well, the son, like at 17, well, at 17, he should probably know better. Yeah. I mean, how much information do you know about the pill operation? Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> he's, he, he's the mastermind, clearly. <laughs> all right. I like it. Yep.
That's it for today, folks. If you get a chance, give us a five-star review on wherever you downloaded this podcast app. Give us the Cinco. Yes, please do. It does help us out quite a bit. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox or experience the majestic things that you are creating, Louis. It's on the 6th, you can check me out. I'll be hosting uh, the Seattle Magic Club on Zoom. Hit me up if you want to come dial in and hang fancy. out. Fancy. Yeah, we have someone from the National Society of American Magicians dialing in. Oh, that's a big deal. Um, Do you have to pay this person? No, so he's been bugging me because I'm not a member of that either. Uh, um, I'm not a member of this club that I'm president of either, so it's a whole host of things but he's that's like having a president of the united states and they're like they're a stateless yeah (laughs) it's kind of what's going on yeah (laughs) they're a citizen of no country yeah oh okay gotcha because there's two major organizations the international brotherhood of magicians and the society of american magicians Mm. there we have a club that's both but i'm not a member of either okay so this guy's like oh uh, you know i want to let people know about this stuff i'm like I don't care. Yeah. And he's like, well, you don't want your membership. I'm like, I... I oh, he's trying to sell people. He, no, he's he trying to sell them on the benefits. Gotcha. Of being a member. So, yes, I guess so. Or me- stuff We give you ways using. to talk to girls. Yeah. We can give you... <laughs> we have a 12-step guide to uh, getting your life back together. So, a lot of dudes pick up magic to pick up girls. Uh-huh. I was performing at a fair, and one of the people that worked there didn't know I was a magician. And she was showing someone a magic trick. Uh-huh. And so I start chatting her. I'm like, well, how'd you get into doing magic tricks? She's like, this girl, gorgeous. Uh-huh. Um, she's like, I need a way to talk to guys. Oh, I thought you were going to say I wanted to pick up girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, it just kind of blew my mind. It goes both ways. Well, I don't know if it goes both ways. You're using a singular example. <laughs> well, <laughs> I th- I, and honestly, if like if I was a girl watching a guy do it, I'm like, okay, that might be interesting. If I was like a very attractive girl showing me a magic trick and I'm a single dude, I'm like, I don't want to see the magic oh, trick. Oh, yeah. That's how bad magic is. You're like, I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah. There's something is wrong if this hot girl is trying to show me a magic trick. <laughs> something is going on. Something has led her to this point that she feels the need to do a trick to get my attention. Exactly. Yes, totally. Exactly. All right. So, so that's a uh, tune in on the when is that? The six. The six seven p.m. Pacific. Hit me up. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give May, you. The I might code. do that. Yeah. I might tune in. Come and see see the hot mess. Am I allowed to heckle like while people perform? Do people perform? Yeah, yeah. Or is it just like a discussion about magic? No, it's like a jam, magic jam session. So yeah, people perform or they talk about. Shows they've seen or whatever. Can I tune in and talk about a trick that I'm, like, working on yeah. and just describe something, like, super crazy? Yeah. And then they don't know. Be like, I'm a new magician, and I've been doing all this sort of card work. Like, look at this over here. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll be like, have the cards off camera. <laughs> you guys, what do you guys think? Is that cool? I'll make it better. Don't yeah. worry. So where can they catch up, Matt Baker? I am actually performing in public, Louie, at a county fair in Primeville, Oregon called the Crook County Fair. Ooh. And I don't know why it's called that. I, I'm assuming there's a penitentiary out there or some sort of like. Maybe something bends. Yeah. There's a crook. Oh, yeah, true. So I'll be doing three shows a day, the 6th, 7th, and 8th of August. I will be out there. And I don't know what it's going to be like. Maybe I, I'll drive down. I'll see if I can get a camping dude, spot. Dude, that would be awesome. We'll, yeah. you, we'll have our van so you can camp in our van, too. Yeah, me and Ella, you and Eric. Well, no, we'll dog. have a hotel. We'll be in the hotel with the dog. You can be in the van. I feel like a second-class citizen. I'm giving you a free place to stay, <laughs> man. Bed. I could be Airbnb in that as we speak. That's a hot commodity. 
people's compost toilet. Yeah, gets a poop poop in a bucket. Okay, it's exciting, man. Yeah, <laughs> how much you got to show Ella what it's like to, to live the van life? Well, years ago, hashtag we... van life. <laughs> I like how you did the finger cross. Hashtag <laughs> van life. Uh, hashtag bad decisions. Years ago, we went um, with a friend camping, and they had the van, and we also we had a tent though. And they were showing Ella the toilet. They're like, oh, you can use this toilet. So Ella immediately takes a giant dump in like the compost toilet. <laughs> it was like, but it's like not like a bucket. It's like yeah. a fancy one. And then she comes out, and the guy's like, I probably shouldn't have told her she shouldn't poop in there. And then she comes <laughs> out and just like destroyed it. <laughs> we had to buy a new compost toilet. Yeah, I think I think they I think I clogged your toilet. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't flush. I clogged your I clogged your bucket. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, come on out. 6th, 7th, and 8th will be down there. It's going to be a good time. And if you want to send us a message, you can do so. Info at oddandoffbeat.com. Send us your thoughts. What's yeah. going on with you? How you're getting by? Send us a sweet meme on our on our social media, Instagram Absolutely. at Odd and Offbeat. Yeah, please, if you find, come across a funny photo, please send them to me. I'm, like, starting to scrape the barrel uh, on these memes. They're all, like, weird animal photos at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so send that to us, info at oddandoffbeat.com. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat. Offbeats Podcast.